Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You up with Nikki Glazer? Happy Monday to you. I am recording this from a car, in case you can't hear. I'm in a car with Andrew Collin, Ari Finling, and my daddy, Jay Glazer. I'm in the back seat of Ari's mom's car, and uh, Ari's driving. My dad's in the front. Andrew's in the back with me. Like We're like brother and sister back here. Yeah, like twins, identical. <laughs> I'll take it. It's better than everyone saying I look like my dad constantly today after I posted a picture of us. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Your dad has some fucking hot-ass legs, man. They're not saying you have your dad's legs. They're saying your faces look the same. And my dad has a a 66-year-old man's face. And I'm a 36-year-old woman who needs to find a husband. And that's not a good thing to comment under pictures of myself that guys I might like and might be interested in me might be looking at. But here's the thing. Your dad has very good bone structure. Like, I want to bone his face. <laughs> I want to restructure that compliment. Um, okay. No, but isn't that true? Okay, this is my whole theory, is that if you're looking at a picture of a girl that you like online, right? And then you look in the comments and someone goes, you look like a man. And then there's a picture of her with the man. And then suddenly you see a thing in the girl that you liked that you now cannot stop seeing. Is it going to make you less attracted to her? As a guy, I feel like guys look more at the mother and they see how is this woman going to age? Right. And if the mom is like 900 pounds with like, I don't know, just completely let herself go or maybe she stayed skinny but her eyes started to pop out of her head, something weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we look for. We don't look and be like, I wonder if... She- what would she look like with a dick? Like, well, I do have my dad's like, um, like body in terms of like we don't, we naturally are pretty fit and like lean and like my dad has a spectacular body for a man his age. Can we all agree? He has a spectacular body for a thirty-six-year-old woman. <laughs> do I have a good body for a sixty-six-year-old man? Beautiful. Thank you. Um. Yeah, but uh, I do I do post pictures of my mom quite often for that very reason. My mom always thinks I because my mom always thinks I'm just flattering her to be nice to be like to give her self esteem because my mom has really bad body image, and she's always like, "Don't take a picture of me." And I go, "Mom, the only reason I'm doing this is because you're hot, and I want guys who might consider dating me to know I'm gonna last a pretty long time." Why don't you put <laughs> Photoshop your dad's face on your mom's body, or vice versa? Yeah, okay, that's what I'll start doing. But we, my, my dad and I do look alike, and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? He made me. Of course we look alike. But people always write it, and it's just, and the older I get, the more I hear it, and that's, I think, what hurts my feelings. Do you look like an, either of your parents? Yeah, you look like both of them. I thought I looked more like my mom growing up. I had more feminine features. I, I Some would say I was more attractive. I was more boy band like and then the fatter and wider my teeth have gotten the more I look like my father your teeth don't grow my teeth only get wider and smaller and and wider wider and smaller are both different things 
No, they're short. They get shorter and they widen out, and then they're turning into they wood. Don't they? My teeth are terrible. They're turning into wood. I was on. I swear to God, I was on a Facetime the other day. The girl was like into me. She's like, "You're hot. Let me see those teeth." And I got so fucking scared to show her my teeth. <laughs> and then I finally showed the teeth, and she's like, "Ooh, a gap, cute." And I was like, "Okay, I guess." I mean, I you know, some people pay for a gap. Some models. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, a thigh gap. A thigh, yeah. a thigh gap. I have a thigh gap in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> it's yellow. Have you thought about getting veneers? I. It would be such a shock. It's like a bald guy getting a wig. It's too much at this point. If I put veneers in, you would lose. You'd make fun of me every day. If what? I had, no, I wouldn't. If I had big chompers, and I was just like, hey, aha. That, so that's why you won't do it because you think people. I mean, what's what is doing anything like getting things done? Is doesn't. We don't judge people for getting, like, braces, and that's getting, fixing something. I just think when you go from one extreme to the other, it's shocking. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe it would look better. I just, I think even just for me, I would constantly look at it and be like, you're not, that's not a real mouth. And I would right. feel fake. I'd feel fake. I'm thinking about getting them, but. Why? Uh, you have great teeth. Uh, they're just you have not. Your father's teeth. A, you're not on mic when you said that. You got your father's teeth. <laughs> I do have my dad's teeth. They're all. I know. They're all crowded at the bottom. Um. Yeah, I was thought about getting them because they're just not. They could be even better, and I would look so much hotter if I had perfectly straight white teeth. And it's just true. I'm not going to show you them, but it, I would. You would be more. Everyone would be more attracted to me, but they wouldn't really know why. And that's the beauty of getting like work done is when it's not too obvious. You just you look better with white straight teeth. But maybe if I got good teeth, I would stop working out. You know, like you improve other areas. That's why you see a lot of bald guys in shape, right? Because they're like, well, I gotta look good somewhere. Yeah. So it can push you. So you could use it. But if I had perfect, fucking, huge, beautiful, who has great teeth? I don't know. News reporters. A lot of people. I think teeth, when they're not great, give you a lot of like personality. I agree. And a lot of uh, a lot of movie stars have not perfect teeth. Like Gwyneth Paltrow has a, a snaggle going on that I always zoom in on and I go, okay, I'm going to keep it. Tom Cruise, well, he got braces at like 55 years old. He had a tooth that was in the middle of his mouth. And I know. That's what people always cite for him is like what's wrong with him and not his religion or lack thereof. Do you know he has not talked to his daughter, Suri, in like seven years or however long it's been yet we st we just act like he's like the greatest i thought you were gonna say and we all talk to siri <laughs> yeah we all talk to her all the time i that's i don't ask my phone i go i go siri will you set an alarm for 7 a.m he's like where's my dad where's my dad um who is this girl that you facetimed with are you fa going on facetime dates no, I was talking... Because you're not doing speed dating anymore on Instagram. No, I'm done with that. I was getting too many demands. I don't like getting demands. But uh, I was talking to Hannah, and there's a new girl in the house where they're filming. Hannah Burner from Summer House, which is the Bravo show that they're currently in production on. And you're really good friends with Hannah, and you talked to her while she's in the house. So she's filming that show, and there's a new girl in that house. Yeah, there's a new girl in the house. I don't know if that's public knowledge, but now it is. And, uh... <laughs> 
She's really hot. And uh, Hannah just threw her on there, which is kind of tough when you get thrown on a FaceTime with someone you've never met before. There's a lot of pressure. And it gets fun. Like, the first, like, two minutes is fun. You know what I mean? And then, like, okay, put it back on the original person. Don't keep me on a stranger. Yeah, Hannah goes and she takes a shower. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'm, like, stuck being like, so, uh, yeah, and now you're on a first date for some reason and... I don't know. She was really cute, but it definitely, the conversation definitely peaked around 45 seconds. Yeah. I got a guy who's wanting to FaceTime with me from um, Raya, and I haven't written back to him yet. I just don't know what we're going to, I don't have, first of all, I don't have any time. Wait, was that, was that his opener to FaceTime or was it talking? No, we chatted on the, the app and then we took it to text and then he was like, if you want to FaceTime sometime. And he, I haven't responded to his last text. Let's see what it was. It was, it was on. I believe it was on Friday when I was in the airport. Are you attracted? Am I attracted to him? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, but you know his pictures are kind of far. I, once I gave his pictures more of a look, I was like, oh, they're really far away. Um, yeah, he said, oh, so I'm semi-settled for the weekend in one place. If you wanted to do an earlier FaceTime, no rush. Can also do next week. So, no rush. I'm, there's no rush over here. Haven't responded. That was Friday, and where it's is, Sunday. Where does he live? He's in Italy right now, but usually he lives in New York and Montreal. <laughs> who is this guy? An international model? What is? No, he had a friend who has a villa in Italy, and so his he and his friends all went to go to Italy um, from Canada. Because if you're from Canada, you get to go travel the world, and if you're from the States, you can't. So he's over there. I mean, he sounds interesting. Wait, can I show you him on Raya? Yeah, I mean, I can guess what his photos are. What, what, what do you think they're going to be? He's got one photo that's him, like, in front of some kind on a boat. He's got a photo with a dog. He's got a photo with, like, three of his friends on vacation. He's got a photo where he's somewhat showing his money, whether it's a car or in a plane. Okay, here he is. Oh, oh my god, he is on a boat. Okay, next one. Yeah, like a profile. He's cute. He's your type, this guy. Yeah. All of these are so close up. What are you talking about? No, that one's far away. Nailed it with vacation photo. Yeah, in like a weird uh, Thailand type hut. What, what yeah. does he do? What does he do? He... Um, it says creative director. I, I don't see anything wrong. He might be a little small. Um, yeah, he might be short, but I don't mind. He He's really cute. And he's really funny on text. Like, really funny. So FaceTime him. Let's do it now. Right now. Should you FaceTime him on my phone? FaceTime him on my phone on the podcast? No, I'd be too nervous to do that. People, I can't have people hear how I am on a date. I'm just so awkward. And my dad's in the car. I can't have that shit going on. How are you awkward? You're a, you're a professional speaker. You do this for a living. You you are extremely personable. Because when I get talking realize, to a boy... You realize you at like 20% talking is like 90% most stupid people. Well, I watched girls on your Instagram date you. And I like learned that like girls are way more funny and personable and better at dating than I give them credit for. I always thought that I was pretty good at that stuff and then I watch these girls that are just like normal girls and they're really cute and like giggly and they just like they they have an ease about them that I don't. Like I do not 
I can't just let it go. I have to like run the conversation. It's too much pressure. And then I, I end up fumbling it. Whereas these girls are just like, <laughs> and they like toss their hair and they just like, they're just calm. I don't know how they do it. I have, I love a lot more respect for women now after watching your Instagram dates. I like these girls all seem like way cooler than me. Yeah, it's why I'm going to start, like, interviewing regular people on my podcast because I'm starting to realize, like, normal people have more normal conversations than, like, comedians. Like, they just they just talk without second-guessing everything. But that's maybe why they couldn't write a stand-up set, you know, because they're not – they don't analyze themselves as much. Right. Like, you shouldn't analyze your, your date. Like, just be you, and it'll be enough. You know what I mean? That's a good – that's good advice. Okay, maybe I'll try to – uh, I'll FaceTime with this guy maybe tomorrow night because that's when we get back. I'll write back to him. We're going to go to break. I'll write back to him. How old was he? I think he's 35. This is great. I like this for you. Can you you want to read some of our text exchange in yeah. the break and then you let me know what you think? Yeah, I'm down. Also, any guy that has a villa gets my pussy wet. Well, his friend has a villa. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back with more. What'd you say, Dad? It's damp. It's not wet. (laughs) It's damp. All right. And we're going to talk about uh, the tour that we've gone on this weekend, uh, which has been awesome after this. And we're back uh, still in the car on the way to Morris, Connecticut for our third night of outdoor shows. First of all, Andrew, um, you assessed my Raya conversation with the guy that I might be FaceTiming with soon if I ever write him back. I, pr- I probably already lost him because I haven't responded in two, three days. To not FaceTime someone you you wrote, you both wrote each other soliloquies. Like, they were like <laughs> 40 pages. Where are you from? I'm living with my... You put so much work into then just to stop. It just makes... I don't know. He's, he's a great conversationalist. He seems uh, kind. He was very funny. Uh, he has everything, but apparently his chin isn't big enough for you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there are certain things guys do on these apps. I've been out with some chinless guys before, which isn't a problem. <laughs> but I've gone out with a guy that looks like fucking, you know, Roger Ebert after he had his mouth removed. And in the photos, it didn't look like that. And you can, there's ways guys can make it look like they have chins and they don't. I mean, what does a chin do? I mean, how much chin do you want? You want a Sergeant Slaughter chin? I like a structured jaw. I like a jawline. Okay, do I have a jawline? Yes. I don't know. I feel like I got this fat fucking gobble neck. Oh, but I'll take it. So, yeah, if a guy has this good of a chin then, and you're good with it, then... Yeah, I mean, you have a chin. And Ari, I see you driving and getting a little bit <laughs> tense because you worry about not having a chin. You have a chin too, Ari, okay? Got it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> because that is something you worry about, right? Every fucking day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> is this triggering for you to hear a girl being so um, wor- worried about a guy's chin? No. I think I just think if he looks good with the beard, then it doesn't matter. But it's like your kid's not going to have a no chin. Okay. Is that, is that like the end thing wow. that you think about? If he has no chin, your kid's not going to have a chin? No, I just want a guy with like a really good looking face. And by a- I want a nine inch cock. We can't all have the things <laughs> that we want. I mean, yeah. Ari's married. Doesn't matter what he has anymore. He doesn't care. It's true. I have no dick, and she's still with me. <laughs> but Andrew, you, have there ever been times on dating apps where you've agreed to meet with the girl or whatever, and it just isn't what you thought it was going to be? And there's some kind of there's I've seen I've heard you talk about girls certain things on them. 
that, and I'm not saying I couldn't love a chinless guy. I'm just saying I get nervous about just it, the it not being not as seen on TV. I'm just saying if the if he was like ugly and then also maybe chinless, but he's a handsome man, and I think he's the kind of guy that's actually more handsome in person. He has like uh, he has like all the features that you seem to like in a guy. Uh, hates you. Uh, that's it. And um, no, this guy. I, I, the only reason that I'm trying to find any flaw in him, which I do not see, because he is very handsome in his pictures. And the only reason I think he has no chin is because th- his pictures look like he has a chin, and I've been fooled before. <laughs> like I'm worried Harry about Houdini. You think he's Houdini? Houdini? Houdini with. He does have a David Blaine look to him. A little Blaney, yeah. I'd be worried if he has fingers. Might be missing hands. What, would you rather have a guy with no arms or no chin? Um, no arm. One no arm. Okay. Wow. I wouldn't mind a guy with no arm. Wow, you really care about chins. I didn't think it was that <laughs> big of a deal. I, I would, yeah. I, I. Yes, there are times, but I, if the conversation's that good, the rest of them's that good. The fact that you would even have an inkling to not at least give this guy a chance for a date is crazy. No, I, I will. I, I am going to face him with this guy. It's just when he wrote me, it was on Friday and we were leaving for the road and it just wasn't going to happen. But um, I do want to talk about the road. We've been, we've done three shows or yeah, three shows total, two different cities. Now we're, we're doing our third city tonight and uh, we're heading deep into the woods in Morris, Connecticut for a sound check at four o'clock and our show's at seven. Um, we did shows in New Jersey on Friday, too, at the um, Monmouth. Everything's mouth. At the Yarmouth, Monmouth, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, chinless mouth. Just a gaping mouth because there's no chin to pick it up at the bottom. Hey, yo. <laughs> um, so we performed at the um, racetrack on Friday. How was that for you? I thought the first night felt, for being outside, felt like a comedy club. Like, it was, they did an extremely good job. So good that 50 people will die, but boy, did we get a lot of laughs. (laughs) No, it was really well done. It was just like, it was like a Vegas jazz club outside. Like, the table setting, they were, like, spread apart, like, the way, like, you pictured, I don't know, I saw Man on the Moon and saw Tony Clifton performing that one scene, and that's always stayed with me. It's like, it, yeah, it seemed like it hark. It, it felt good. There's like a balcony. There were like layers to the crowd, and then how they they widened it. It was as wide, like the width to depth was extremely good, and, and you could hear the laughs, like, and you could see the people, and they had a great time. Like, people are so fucking excited to be outside, and it, I was watching people leave, you know, from six feet away, and uh, seven feet to be safe. And um, no, they just like seem like, oh my, like, like, okay, this was normal. Like life is not fucking what you see, like on the new, like there's so much negativity. And it was just nice to see people smiling with Trump hats on. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because when we did the first show, it was still light out and right next to the um, stage, like right beyond the fence, cause it was all fenced off, but like right beyond it was a putt-butt course. <laughs> And we were just, you know, doing our filthy acts next to these families, just trying to, like, get their kids to to have an activity for the day, at the end of the day. And we're screaming about, I mean, what jokes were you doing? Well, Ari had, like, about three minutes on 69ing, and I see the kids putt-putting, 
And then I get out there, I do my jokes about how I can't come good. And then next thing you know, the lights at Putt Putt just turned off. And I don't, I think it, it closed for good. <laughs> do you remember as a kid hearing about sex too soon? Were there any moments where you're like, what is that? Not real. I just coming across, you know, my dad's pocket pussy. And right. then my dad would have 800 numbers next to his bed. Like, just like the paper. Because he would call him because he was a fucking horn dog. God, you you would have been probably doing that. I was doing no. that. I was calling him and I would jerk off to the credit card lady. Like, <laughs> like they go, oh, you called 1-800-WET-TWAT. You ready to come? You ready to come? Now put your phone number in it or whatever. But now just type in your credit card number. And then I'd have to call back and be like, you ready to come? And I'd have just to- Just a breathy voice like this would just do it for you? Yeah. Yeah. And then I did the 900 number and then we, we couldn't pay rent <laughs> like or mortgage. Like I must've ran up like a $500 bill. Did you ever talk to anyone? Yeah, the 900 numbers, you don't need the credit card number. So you just, it charges to the phone number. Oh my God. And what would you say to, would you, would you be like 12 calling these? I, I must have been older because I was coming. Your boy was coming. So I was probably like 14. Don't ever say your boy was coming. <laughs> you're not my boy if you're coming, okay? You can just, you can be a man was, uh, a boy was coming, but you're not mine. Your little boy was orgasmic, boy. <laughs> your little baby boy. Oh, gross. So would you, would you ever get nervous? I would never, I would never have, I would, I would get nervous if I had to order a pizza for my family when I was a teenager, like talking to anyone on the phone and you would just call these random ladies. Well, that actually makes me question, do women call 800 numbers to hear a guy be like, I want to fucking eat your bus? Definitely not. It just like a hundred percent not. That would, I mean, there's I got love it like that, like for the call center, there's like 300 women and then one guy for like every number. <laughs> yeah, what would a, what would a girl call and have a, a guy would just be like, "I'll never cheat on you. I'll be around forever. I'll fix. I'll figure out how to work the Netflix. You go to Ox Three and just like to walk you through that. Yeah. Um, what else would he say? I probably I'll eat your ass too. Yeah, I'll <laughs> hold your hand. Yeah, no, like, I'll hold your hand, I'll, I'll be great with your parents, um, I have a 401k, um, I'm fine driving a minivan, I will feel confident. Talk about being great with your parents, um, you and uh, Ari have been on the road with my dad so far, it's nice to, like, be living, because people keep going, how's it on the road with your dad? And I'm like, I'm on the home with my dad, too, so it's not any different, this is just being in a car, but it's been really fun, how, how has it been with you hanging out with my dad. I know he's in the car as I'm asking you this, so but be honest. I mean, if I got to be honest, I uh, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> he's um he's he's a little confident for his first time on the road. He's kind of coming across like he owns the place. He's telling Ari who's who's going after him, so I would say Ari's uh, above him on the ladder. I know he's your father. But he's telling Ari to turn his car off when we're parked like he owns the place so i i just feel like nepotism is strong with your father being yeah. your dad yeah. and i think he needs to take it down a notch dad do you have a rebuttal to that yeah pull over up here i'm gonna kick his ass <laughs> <laughs> it's uh been a really fun uh journey with these guys and last night we did a drive-in in cape cod which was awesome it was so much fun to perform for you in your cars uh that was an interesting show 
Yeah, because you couldn't like hear the laughter, but you could because people were outside their cars, and it was kind of nice if you did if you didn't hear laughter, you just you didn't think you were bombing. You just assumed, oh, it's just because their their windows are rolled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were rolled up my whole set. No, <laughs> and no, I. Uh, it honestly, it felt like what uh, a musician would feel like. It felt like Bonnaroo, or like it, it was gigantic. I don't know how far back that went, but it was it was literally. Like, I don't know. What would you say? Like half a mile, square mile? I don't know what distances are, yeah. but I would say probably a, probably a quarter mile all the way back. 230 yards. 230 <laughs> yards, my dad says. Um, Speaking of that, I have some trivia questions. Wait a second. Hold on. Oh. Wait, can we talk about when we got to the hotel right before the show? So we had like an, oh, yeah. we had two hours before the show. It was five minutes from the drive-in. We went and did sound check early, got done with that. Went to go check into the hotel, have an hour and a half to just, like, kind of... Because we drove yesterday all day to get to this next gig. We get to the hotel, we walk in, and Andrew get, Andrew gives his name, his ID, and they say, your ID is from, is from Florida. Um, that's a hot state. You can't check in um, without a, a negative COVID test. And so we're like fuck because my dad and i both have missouri ids another hot state <sighs> the best western in massachusetts are, are taking it very seriously so we the only one among us that didn't have an id that was out from a hot state was ari finling new york new york id and so we were all gonna have to go get covid tests the guy can you talk about the guy um he was a character he was um i can't he had two earrings uh <laughs> He seemed... He did? Yeah. Yeah, he seemed confidently flamboyant. My takeaway from this is that men, and maybe I'm not speaking for... There are Karens out there listening for sure, but women tend to be a lot nicer to people at front desks than every man. What are you judging this off of? You guys, yes, you guys, you guys yesterday, all three of you were much ruder to him than, yes, yep, yep, yep. I, I, first of all, A, I saved the day with my identity. I'm not saying you didn't save the day, but I'm not, you did have a tone with him that did not, did not help our process. He kept saying, um, wait to put the card in, is, put the card in when, um, it says go and you go, well, the card is it. I just left it in. Yeah, but your tone was like, I was like, guys, let's have a nice tone with this kid. He just had oral surgery. (laughs) He brought up up that he had oral surgery 35 times in five minutes. (laughs) It is true. But it was just like, we, he ended up, he ended up. We just drove eight hours. You're on, your picture of you is on the front counter. Of selling the show down the street. Mm-hmm. You're on the counter. But he can't oh, help no. it that he has to abide by state law. And so you're like, <laughs> so Andrew pulls the, can I, <laughs> this is the best. Andrew pulls, what, so what happened, Ari? There's nothing funnier than when someone says, yeah, can I see the manager? And he goes, I am the manager. There's, <laughs> there's nothing funnier. And then Andrew literally just backs into the corner that is like 230 yards away and stands in the It was all selfish, dude, because I had a room to fuck that girl. <laughs> 
Wait, what? So in my head, I was like, we're not going to be able to stay here. I oh, your all- Andrew's whole tood was because he wanted to sleep with a girl last night that didn't even end up coming over. You probably would have been so much more lax had that not been the, the case. A million percent. You were just thinking about getting pussy. Yeah, yeah. I had nothing to do with you guys. But I've never said, can I talk to the manager in my life until last night? And I guess it was because I wanted to get laid so bad because of quarantine. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with a bunch of fucking Karens up in this lobby, just you having Karen a toot. Before? I, you you were getting a toot too, Dad. You you didn't even talk to the guy, but you all were like, we're, actually, Dad, you were more down. You were like, okay, let's get let's go get COVID tests. But it, yeah, that's how you sounded. But in the end, I just have to say that if you get a tood with people that are going to be your only hope in getting a room early on, they end up, you, you can't because until, you can't get a tood until you've given up completely. Then you can start getting mad. But because I remained nice to him, I think that was when he turned things around and actually helped us out and let us put all of the rooms under Ari's name so we could check in. Thank God. When, when Andrew pointed out that your picture was on the front desk as a celebrity, that helped too. Her, this is her. She is this. He's pointing yeah. at it. This is literally who you're talking to right now. The poster didn't say COVID free though, did it? No, it really didn't. I played good cop, bad good cop, bad cop. Yeah, I played the bad cop. You played the good cop. Ari played the Jew cop. I think it's just bad cop, bad cop now. COVID free tour. Yeah. Well, Andrew, uh, did you get laid last night? No, because of uh, she uh, didn't. Want she it. tested positive for a period. Yeah, she was on her period. She was 20 minutes away. She was at a birthday party. I'm sure her friend would have been upset if she left the party early. She said, look, I'd like to leave, but, you know, I'm also on my period. And then When did you... Wait a second. But when did this all... When did she decide to say I'm on my period, too? Because I told you today that a lot of times girls will say I'm on my period just to soften the blow. By the way, like, you wouldn't want to anyway I'm on my period. But it did help, right? For me to be okay with her not coming, yeah, it did. It really did release uh, a lot for me. To- yeah, I bet you released a lot. When did you? When did you jerk off? Because I bet you were saving it up. I was saving up the stock, but I don't. I, I did not jerk off last night. I was very tired. I was staying up for her, and she wasn't giving me a straight answer on whether she was coming over or not. So then I, you know, it's tough. You gotta stay awake. And then, um, and you haven't jerked off yet. No, I'm filled up. And so if we don't get a room here, I might stab the guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll let you know how it all goes uh, tomorrow on the podcast. It's going to be a good week of shows. Uh, Thank you for listening. Say it with me. Let's read your fucking tattoo on your arm. By the way, Andrew, how are your tattoos doing? I don't know. I'm thinking about changing my name on my podcast. So one is a mistake and the other one, our show got canceled. So that's also a mistake. But I'm going to cover them both with uh, barbed wire. We might have a reality show coming up, though. We'll see what NBC... Well, we don't know where it's going to end up, but you're going to move to St. Louis if we have it. I thought thought we could live wherever. I mean, eventually, but at first it has to start in St. Louis. What do you got going on? You can move to St. Louis, right? It'll be fun. The way you put it makes me really want to come out there. What, well, just now? We'll go up in the arch. We'll uh, go. Um, we'll watch a Cardinals game at a bar that isn't open on a patio that's too cold to sit on. And uh, you can play badminton in my backyard with my dad. 
This show's going to be riveting. <laughs> you can help my dad put a tarp on the pool. Um, what else we got going on in St. Louis, Dad? Uh, City Museum, best thing there. Um, what else can we do, Andrew? Come out to my river cabin. Put oil on your back. Put, put suntan oil on my back. <laughs> he, he, Dad, he can't go. He just got his period. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, squirt, squirt. Uh, hey. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 